Very way, nice sex. This is FTR Radio, and uh, well, we're um, yeah, we're happy to um, to be in your house. We're peaceful, unlike some people in the world. Anyway, um, my dear friend, co-partner, and sex mate is. Uh, my beautiful wife, Dr. Susan Block. Here she is. Hello, Captain Max. Right. The captain of the ship of fools for love, riding that love train. FDR, which stands for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our 32nd president. And also, fuck. Rich. And we are riding along, realizing that, yes, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, it has finally happened. We knew it was coming thanks to. Sam Alito's leaky dick, <coughs> I mean draft. But still, it shocks and shakes the heart and the soul to watch this supreme guillotine come down on women and other pregnant people. I will give you that because, of course, Trans men can get pregnant. And in a sort of judicial coup that directly thwarts the will of the people, the great majority of the American people, five radical right-wing Supreme Court justices just hit delete and stole away our right to choose. And let's call them injustices. What do you say? Sure, sure. And let's recognize that this judicial coup is part of the rolling Trump-publican coup. Right? Uh, yeah, sure. I call yeah. it QAnon. <clears throat> yeah, that's basically what it is. It includes the racist voting restrictions, the military-style policing, especially of leftist protests, the guns, guns, guns for all, and of course, the January 6th cosplay insurrection, now on show trial, where 800 maggots have been charged but not the ringleader, the Trumpus, the coup leader. What was his Mr. name? Mr. Kuanon, oh. the former guy. Now, what we need to realize is that this clown riot, this carnival of maggots, was just a prelude to what is happening 
all around us right now. Faster than we can say American fascism, both from the bottom, like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and the kooky QAnoners, right on up to the top. The Supremes and back down again to us. And oh, those sadistic Supremes, they have been busy, busy, busy. On Thursday, they struck down gun laws in New York. So if something happens on the subway or if something doesn't happen, either way, now we can all pull out our guns and shoot each other. So say the Supremes. And that same Thursday, they also hit delete on our precious Miranda rights. You remember those, Captain Oh, yes, I certainly do. And if you've ever been arrested, you know you need those. And you're not always granted those, but you're supposed to be. And that is important. And it makes it much easier to convict innocent people when you can coerce them into a confession without a lawyer present. And you don't, as they say, read them their Miranda rights. And now you really don't have to. You're not legally bound to do that. And then Friday. Wow. Friday was the big day. They did the heavy lifting. Overturning a woman's right to choose an abortion, which has been enshrined in the Constitution for 50 years, giving the states the right to turn any pregnant person into a breeding slave. That's right, brothers and sisters, a breeding slave. We just celebrated Juneteenth and the freeing of the slaves, but slavery is back? I mean, that sounds like forced breeding to me. Forced breeding is another way to put it. You've now become a cow. Yes, you are a breeding slave. You are being forced to breed. You're all set. (laughs) Forced breeding. I think uh, our friend Joanne Wipajewski put it that way, forced breeding. And yet it's being put in similar terms all over America because it is a reality. The Handmaid's Tale is coming true as this nation we call America, which was once a land of nature and freedom that the natives called Turtle Island. And it's now turning into Gilead, if you know The Handmaid's Tale, with guns and no Miranda rights and lots of poor, screaming, unwanted babies and adults screaming like babies on all sides actually we're all screaming so on this show FDR we try to examine what the hell happened that's very strange very strange it's very strange very, how this happened very strange how that happened no, no that's very strange true. and yet it's mm. not so strange mm. unfortunately I wish mm. this was kind of this strange blip that you could just reboot 
the country and it would be fine. But no, this has been brewing for a while. And it's been right under our noses, actually, and it stinks. But hey, a lot of us hold our noses and keep going about our business. But let's start with the obvious. It is no coincidence that three of the five radical right-wing Supreme Court justices were chosen by Mr. Anon, the Trumpist, that's right, who, by the way, supported abortion and probably paid for a few throughout the 70s and 80s and 90s and most of the 2000s up until he started thinking of running for president. And then he realized he could get the Republican vote if he just went against abortion. And all three justices that he chose, we all remember this, this was recent history, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett (laughs) were forced through Senate confirmation hearings like three forced births. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They were forced. Yeah, no, I get it. The first was Gorsuch. He shouldn't have been up for grabs here because the Supreme Court seat he was filling should have been filled by Obama with Merrick Garland, who would have made a decent Supreme Court justice and kind of makes a not very exciting attorney general. But... No, the Democrats had to give up on that, and so he got to force through Gorsuch. Then there was Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh was certainly forced through. Lying, crying Kavanaugh. A Yaley, I'm embarrassed to say. Ooh. But he was forced through. Credibly accused of sexual harassment, but really problematic on so many political levels, it's ridiculous an incompetent and a drunk all at the same time. So that's number two. Number three was Amy Coney Barrett. (laughs) Whoa. Well, she was forced through. First of all, rushed through. Barely was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body cold (laughs) when they just pushed Amy Coney Barrett through confirmation hearings that she should have never been even going through in the middle of a pandemic when Biden was just about to win and we're just about to have an election and they push her through. Forced births, three of them. And they all lied, saying that they considered Roe v. Wade as precedent not to be overturned and all three then proceeded to join the SCOTUS gang to basically shiv knife in the back abortion rights and the other two gang members Alito and Thomas were of course nominated by the Bushes I should also add that two leaders of this judicial coup, Clarence Thomas and Brett Kavanaugh, 
both went to Yale, have been credibly charged with sexual harassment and attempted rape, respectively. Let's let that sink in. Two men accused of sexual abuse during their Supreme Court confirmation hearings have just sexually abused the entire country. Don't we learn? Guess not. So that one woman in this deadly gang, by the way, Amy Coney Barrett, she grew up in a church more conservative and draconian than the Vatican and more cultish than Scientology. And she served, wait for it, as a handmaid. She did what? She was a handmaid. A handmaid? Yeah. Hand, like hand. the Handmaid's Tale, except yeah, yeah, this yeah. was in her little not Christian like, cult. Like a, yeah, but similar. Yeah. In that, very much the woman serves the man. Yes. I mean, you can't make this shit up. This is the real Handmaid's Tale. This is the American Taliban. And just less than a year ago, in September we were talking about the Texas Taliban, weren't we? Mm -hmm. And laughing, because after all, this was Texas. <laughs> and we could laugh. But now, we got the Supreme Taliban. And it's true, we're in California right here, so we're kind of a little bit protected. And yes, Eric Carbone says exactly woman haters on Facebook. You can uh, post your comments on our different platforms and you can also give us a call at 626-461-5950. Although I got a few things to say if you haven't noticed already. <laughs> anyway, now this is the supreme Taliban. The Republican Party has become the face of American fascism. And the proud boys, you could say, are the asshole, right? And the police, not every police officer, but an awful lot of police are basically the dicks. Dicks on the beat, scared to save a school filled with children from a mass shooter, but ready to beat defenseless protesters with their big batons. I notice how they're relishing beating the pro-abortion rights protesters, just like they relished beating the Black Lives Matter protesters. The Republicans, along with their hench persons, Republican politicians being the face, but the money, of course, is in the Koch brothers and many other corporate billionaires, mm -hmm. Elon Musk. The butt is the Proud Boys and the dicks are the police. 
But next to blame, speaking of body parts, are the spineless Democrats who wouldn't codify Roe versus Wade when they had majorities in both houses of Congress. I believe Clinton was president at one time, maybe, and certainly Obama was president when there were majorities in both houses of Congress, and he did not codify Roe versus Wade. He actually had said in his campaign that he would. And then he said, well, you know, it's not a priority. I'd rather bail out the banks. I mean, he didn't say it in one sentence, but basically that's what he did. And now he's bemoaning the loss of Roe v. Wade on Twitter. And okay, thank you for siding with us, Barack. But you didn't codify it when you could have. You saved the banks. They didn't save the rights. They didn't save the rights. They saved the banks. They didn't save the poor people either from that great recession that W caused. Yeah. His daughters won't suffer. The rich will be fine. It's the poor that will be the forced breeders. Why the poor, you might wonder. Well, the American military needs troops. And, uh, of course, American business needs some workers. Of course, most of it is going to automation AI, but some is always needed from human bodies, especially dangerous work that they want poor people for. So we've got to have poor breeders. Plus, you know, I mean, America's rich people want to kind of hold it over their young children that they're not allowed to get an abortion now. It's not legal. So you better give me grandchildren. I guess it's a combination. So, yeah. Interesting. Forced breeding is a fetish, actually. Actually, some of my clients are into this fetish. And they see it as a fantasy. They don't, I don't think they want to see it as a reality, though, who knows? I mean, I haven't really questioned them about that to that extent. I will now, now that it is a reality. I think they don't, for the most part. I think it's a fantasy. It's got to do with cuckolding that a guy fantasizes about being married to a woman who has sex with another guy, often an African-American guy, and there's some sort of forced breeding going on. Oh, yeah. No, 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 That's a fetish. You're right. right, But honestly, the fetish is a lot less harmful than the capitalist strategy which is a strategy and maybe those heads of companies do have the fetish too but I don't know it doesn't really matter they just see it as money making and they also wanted to throw some red meat so to speak to the base Hmm. yes anyway spineless Democrats the current batch of Biden Democrats could have maybe codified Roe versus Wade. I know it would have been difficult, but they're really more concerned 
about providing security for these justices, injustices, then codifying our right to choose, then protecting any of our rights. They want to protect these justices in their houses from protesters. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Who aren't even armed. And the one armed guy turned himself in before he even got near Kavanaugh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know. I'm going to vote for them. And that's what they're using. I feel so exploited. Let me tell you. They just want to use this to make us vote for them as the lesser of two evils. And I will, and I do, and I feel sick. Because the evil is mounting daily anyway. It is. And I don't think you should vote for the evil, and I don't think you should throw away your vote. I just think these Democrats have got to develop a spine to deal with the face of fascism that is the Republican Party, as well as the dicks that are our militarized police serving only the rich, as well as the assholes. Yeah, the Proud Boys. I mean... They do kind of deal with the assholes if they break the law because the assholes, the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, they're some of them in jail. It's true. But the big ones, the face, Trump, for instance, why isn't he in jail? Giuliani. I mean, just because he's drunken Giuliani, he's a clown, but he's dangerous. Look what he unleashed on these innocent poll workers. All this harassment, violence, and threats. And threats. But they're not charging Trump, these spineless Democrats, for this QAnon, even though they're having this show hearing, leaving it open for him to run again. And it makes me wonder, do you want that? Yes. Dems? No. Do you want Trump to run again? Um, I know. I heard Hillary wanted Trump to be the candidate. She thought he'd be an easy one to run against. And I'm not blaming her for that. I thought he'd be, you know, eminently beatable. But he wasn't. We were wrong, Hill. And you guys, you Dems, are wrong if you think he's an easy one to win against. None of them are easy to win against. So you have to fight for us. I don't feel like they will. What a mess. I mean, the least they could do is charge SCOTUS gang justice Clarence Thomas's wife, Ginny Thomas, who was one of the ringleaders of QAnon. You know, we've been talking about her since January 6th. She was one of the ringleaders. Why isn't she charged? We know why. (laughs) She's one of you. Right? It's all of you don't want to charge each other because you're all part of the, I hate the word, but the elites. Anyway, David D. says, gotta love that GOP brain. Actually, I interviewed a guy 
trying to remember his last name, David, he wrote a book called The Republican Brain, which is very authoritarian. But David D. has some other interesting things to say. Anti-vaccine when millions of people are dying. Anti-gun control as schools get shot up. But heaven forbid a woman makes a choice concerning her own body. Very eloquent, David D. Very true. And I must say, it is quite the conundrum, and yet most of the Republican brain people are in line with this. Anti-vaccine, when millions of people are dying, anti-gun control, as schools get shot up, as well as supermarkets and shopping malls. Churches. Churches and massage parlors, my personal Parking uh, lots. Offense. Yeah. Garages. Uh, yeah, and homes. And homes. Mostly people are getting shot yeah. in homes. And heaven forbid a woman make a choice concerning her own body. Exactly, David D. Thank you so much on YouTube. So we're getting comments on YouTube and on Facebook. Harry says, how do GOP women support this shit? I don't see that men are from Mars and women are from Venus. We're all from this beautiful, wild, sexual, crazy planet Earth. And we're far more alike than we are different. Although there are some differences that I am gonna talk about. And there are some reasons that women support this shit. And some of them just, they want a baby. So Mm -hmm. why not? That's a basic reason that they want a baby. Oh, well, that's. At any age. A lot of women these days want a baby. It's more fashionable, I think, than it was when Roe v. Wade was passed. I mean, with all due respect, we are already, I can tell you, struggling to breathe. Exactly. (laughs) There is a population problem. But do you think that the Republican women care about the population problem? I do not. No, of course not. I think a lot of the older ones want to be sure their daughters have babies. And I think that the other ones want to be sure that their maids have babies. Did you see that all the big uh, sort of companies like uh, the, you know, the coffee joint, Starbucks and other companies are going, no worries, we'll take care of the abortion. Yes, which I have mixed feelings about. I mean, I think it's good. Good. They should take care of abortions. They should take care of all health care, and that's health care. And they should take care of a plane as well. They should do all that. They shouldn't have to, and we shouldn't be so beholden to these corporate structures. It's kind of sick. But in a way, I guess, good that they swoop in. Just like good, they supported Black Lives Matter. You know, it's kind of creepy in all of these situations, but good at the same time. You know, that's the thing, lesser of two evils. Better that they support the cause than oppose it, even though it kind of makes you feel creepy to be in bed with some of these corporations. All right, I'm going to go get a job over there just so I could uh, get get an abortion. Well, you know, why not? No, no. Hey, some people get jobs in places because they offer health care. They offer this. It is a benefit. I might if I was young. I'm still talking about who's to blame for this horrendous occurrence. 
that we have to live with now for who knows how long. And so, yeah, the primary ones to blame, as David D. agrees, as we all, I think, can agree, are the Republicans. I think the Republicans would even agree because they say, hey, this is great, and we are going to celebrate. And they are celebrating. And let me tell you something, Republicans, I don't know if you care, but this does not in any way stop abortion. All this does is make a lot of abortion more unsafe. That's what it does. Making it illegal doesn't make it go away. It just makes it very dangerous. I always like that quote you say about when does life begin? Well, I feel it begins with breath. God said let there be breath. Breath is when life began with breath. And that's why I do say abortion all the way up to the end. But I understand, you know, you probably, I mean, if you're any kind of woman, that any kind of person that's pregnant and you want an abortion, you're going to have one before a few months. You're not going to wait till the end unless you find out that it's going to kill you or that it has a problem. But if it's a question of lifestyle or you were raped or incest or just a bad time to have a baby, you're going to want to do that before, you know, a few months. Next to blame. Let's talk about who's next to blame for this wiping out of abortion rights that in some states, it's not going to be a question of months or anything. It's going to be a question of never. Never. I mean, on Malta, right now, there was an American woman recently who was pregnant, wanted to have a baby, speaking of late term, and she was celebrating her pregnancy with her husband on Malta, having a nice vacation, when there became complications that threatened to kill her. And because Malta has a law... She was pregnant. She was very pregnant. Okay. And the baby was going to kill her. Okay. I'm not sure why. Why? But Malta would not perform an abortion because Mm. the baby had a heartbeat. The baby, I say. Well, and almost a baby because this was a late term. But it was not alive and it was not... It hadn't moved into the world yet. It had not moved into the world right, yet. Right, That's But it a had a heartbeat, but it was going to die if it moved into the world through killing her, yeah. which would be how it would move into the world. Right. She was going to die. So right. they had to fly her out of there, even though the doctors said it would be dangerous to fly her out of there. They but they did, out. because Malta refused. Right, right, right. Even right, though right. they kind of, some of the doctors, they said, you know, we should be doing this. And who stepped in? Nobody. They Nobody. just had to fly her out to Spain. Oh, and they performed the operation okay, in okay. Spain where it is legal. That's what they had to do. Okay, I, I mean, it. it wasn't illegal to fly her out of Malta. It was just legal to do the operation of abortion in Malta. Hmm. And that's what our future <clears throat> is right now. That's the future. That's the way. It is not the bonobo way. So, we're still talking about who's to blame. And I would say that, yeah, the blame primarily lies with the Republicans and secondarily lies with the Democrats. And thirdly, the blame lies with 
us. The buck stops here. That's right. It's our country. Well, sort of. I mean, like George Carlin says, we have owners. We actually don't own anything. (laughs) But we live in it. (laughs) And we are supposed to abide by its laws. So we've got to influence, at least, its laws. So it is imperative upon us, even though I believe we only share a minuscule part of the blame. But it looks like our bonobo summer of love will have to be a summer of protest. And some of us, those of us who don't get foot cramps, will have to go out into the street. Right, right. Yeah, nobody told me about that when I was younger. The foot cramps. No, no. No, but they, that gets you out of uh, they told you about street your pulmonary protests. stuff. Yeah. Anyway, out into the street. It's the 1970s all over again. 1970s. Or is it? Is it the 1970s all over again? Let's talk about this. Because this is very important. One of the reasons that so many people supported Roe versus Wade in the 1970s, one of the reasons that straight men supported a woman's right to choose abortion in the 1960s and the early 70s was that it was the sexual revolution. Remember, Max? I remember indeed. I remember indeed. And I do remember that men certainly supported that, especially when there was this new uh, openness about sexuality, you know. And the opportunity is a guy to get laid. They were getting <laughs> laid. You could say they had skin in the game. And now they don't. Right? In fact, it's the opposite. And to a great extent, a lot of people are not getting laid. But straight dudes <laughs> are really, I don't know, I mean, some of them are getting laid and some of them are getting laid a lot, but a lot of them are getting laid not a lot. And even more of them are getting laid not at all, or not well, or with the message being told to them that it's not a good thing, for various reasons. This is happening right now, and we are not acknowledging its connection to the overturn of Roe v. Wade, because straight men, The men who overturned Roe v. Wade, who all identify as straight, and the one woman, of course, who is a handmaid to her straight husband and all other straight men, these are the leaders of our judicial coup in America. And they are also the foot soldiers. They are also the proud boys and the oath keepers. And they are in a rage. on the right 
and kind of, I don't know, confused on hmm. the left for the most part. Hmm. Trying so hard to be politically correct and they're horny too. They're all horny. Everybody's horny, as usual. Now, in the 1960s and 70s, that was channeled into something we called the sexual revolution, which was kind of inclusive, maybe not really, maybe not enough, but ideologically, as I recall, as, <laughs> as I know from the history books, the straight, the gay, the bi, the group, the porn, the kink, maybe people say it was too straight, although gay was also included. But straight was certainly more than included, leading the way hmm. of sexual revolution. Because, hey, there are more straight people. And bi, a lot of straight people were exploring their bi side. And not everybody liked it. Of course not everybody liked it. A lot of conservative people were terrorized by it. And it was totally imperfect, as I always say. You know, <laughs> there's nothing perfect. And as you always say, the ideal is the enemy of the real. And the sexual revolution was real. <laughs> but it had ideals. And so its ideals and many of its real practices, when I look at them in retrospect, they were very bonobo actually. I mean, there was a lot of sex. You could say women were exploited to some degree, but there was a lot of female empowerment. And there were some U.S. Air Force swingers, like Bob McGinley, Dr. Bob. He was a military guy. The Key Club. The Key Club, right. That was before the 60s. Right. What about those Marines? You know, you're on a yeah. boat for like, uh, what is it, a couple months or yeah. a year? Well, those yeah. were the gay ones, right, because yeah. they didn't have ladies then. And all of them, the, all these penises. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of sexual revolution on the right and the left. The sexual revolutionaries I hung out with and that were kind of famous for being sexual revolutionaries were against the Vietnam War. That's that was right. part of it. In fact, make love, not war, was the rallying cry. It was such a great rallying cry, it became a cliche. Such a great cliche that I changed it to make kink, not war. But make love, not war is a great saying. And it rallied us around sex, around love, around stopping the war and the nuclear arms race and around abortion rights. Make love, not war. After all, a big part of making love was and still is focused on recreation, not procreation as well as relationships, love. And I'm not just talking about romantic love, although that's important, but just like the sexual revolution was about, you know, 
making love with your friend. And it's not all about penis and vagina, but sometimes that penis does slide into that vagina. And what do you know? Somebody gets pregnant who doesn't want to be. Aha. Uh-huh. And the sexual revolution knew all about that. You know, the pill, other forms of contraception, and a pregnant person's right to have a legal abortion were all important. And they were spearheaded by the women's movement of the same period, and everybody knows that. Everybody talks about that. The women's movement started this, right? But so did the sexual revolution. And a big, big part of all of this, and especially support for abortion rights, was the sexual revolution, which was enjoyed by rather, let's say, not so feminist straight guys. Not all the guys that supported a woman's right to choose were feminists, as I recall. Correct, but they had a dream because now they didn't have to worry if they had sex. Yeah, they understood the benefit to all of this. The benefit was... To them, to the society. Sexual freedom, pleasure, fun. And they don't get that now. Right. Unfortunately, right now, we do not have a sexual revolution. Quite the opposite. What we have now is an amosexual incel revolution with the sadistic supremes at the top and the sexually frustrated misogynists in their parents' basement or out on the street like the Proud Boys at the bottom. Okay? The amosexual incel revolution. Those men who are currently telling women, well, don't have sex if you don't want to get pregnant, are the very same incels who cry in their forums, or maybe they grab an AR-15 when women don't want to have sex with them. Now, the technical definition of incel is an involuntary celibate. Right, I know. And I've written a few articles about them. I've been watching these guys for a while. And I've been very wary about them. Because they're very cagey and they put a lot of energy into their misogyny. They are misogynists. And they're horny. And they're just treated with such disdain. And I understand by feminists and by the whole society that they just rage and rage even more. And they are infiltrating the mentalities of our leaders. And I'm starting to see the word used to describe dudes like Alito and his leaky draft. 
And he might have a wife and kids, but he does seem to despise sex for pleasure and women who enjoy it. And I'm starting to see all five injustices as anti-sex, not pro-life, as resentful, raging, religious, partisan hacks on a mission to sadistically deprive women and all Americans of power and pleasure. And so we're in the opposite of a sexual revolution. And the bonobos show us how important sex for pleasure is for mental and physical health. And so this is hurting us in many ways, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But we have a call here on FDR, and our number is 626-461-5950. And we're going to talk with Adriana. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to FDR. Hi, Adriana. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm okay, I guess. I'm, I'm good. You're almost going to say good, and then you said a, you guessed. So how do you feel about the news? Um, pretty uh, furious, actually. So it's been a very trying time, I guess, as a young woman. I'm 29, so it's been very frustrating few days, week. Um, in regards to that, so yeah. like like you mentioned, Roe versus Wade has been around for 50 years, and to think that it would be overturned in my lifetime as I'm in, I guess, childbearing age, mm-hmm. like in an age where you know I'm an adult, like that has very been very disheartening to see, and also just realizing that other things are in danger of being taken away, like contraception, possibly, right. like same-sex marriage, and all those things that right. we thought we would be able to enjoy in this lifetime. It's, just not here. They're going to try. In danger gonna, right now. Not only in danger, they are uh, right now uh, involved in, in a really a war, a technological war between us and them. And so they did a coup. Right. A little judicial coup. No problem. No problem. Hey. It was no problem. It was just five people, four sexually frustrated men and one woman. And uh, anyway, so Adriana, I know you are exploring your sexuality and feeling very good about it. And I have been very uh, encouraging and I continue to encourage you. But I, uh, boy, does this throw a wrench into the birthday cake, huh? Uh, Yes, and to go back to your question about if it's the same in the 70s, I think it is slightly different because, oh, I did see an article that's saying it's different because we have more, like, surveillance by the government and also big data. So I saw on Twitter they were saying delete period tracker apps because they can track your data (gasps) and see if you miss your period or you decide to skip or something happens or you become pregnant. So they're saying to delete that and then wow. don't Google anything like where to find an abortion in this right. state or anything like that so they can track your data and ultimately find you. So that's a very scary thing that wasn't yeah, quite yeah. around in the 70s, I don't think. So it is like we're in very scary times right You're now. You're absolutely right about that. And me being more of a cougar kind of female, 
I, of course, am looking at this in terms of history and ideology. You're looking at the practical side, and that's a very good tip to delete all your period trackers. And don't be searching for abortion. And that's such a terrible thing to advise. But yet, I guess it's practical advice to people especially who live in states that are outlawing this right now. When did we first meet? 1984. Yes. 43. Or that's when you first wrote to me. Right. 84. 84. Right. And you We didn't actually meet. Right. But you already started your show. We sort of knew each other but didn't meet. No. You saw me when I sold an ad to your... Correct. Right. Right. Clients. Why are you asking this? Oh, nothing. It's just something that came up in my head as I was looking across the console. console you were trying to imagine how old I have... Become with you, yes, very old. Back in right. 1984, when Roe v. Wade was only 11 years old. Yeah. Right, and we kind of took it for granted, kind of already. I just thought people were making some sort of progress. Although I did already have a sense of foreboding from the fact that Ronald Reagan had been elected president. That might have mm-hmm. been one thing that helped to set me off on my path of exploring sexuality and relationships more than politics is that I got discouraged by Reagan becoming president. And I feel that, you know, that was really the beginning of the anti-abortion movement was right as soon as they passed it, really. And then when Reagan became president, he was an anti-abortion president. He really put the brakes on the enthusiasm for a lot of people. But there was so much enthusiasm in the sexual revolution. There was an acceptance, I guess, not so much enthusiasm, but a taking for granted in the 80s and 90s. And then in the 2000s, it started to be demonized really badly in the mainstream, although the mainstream never accepted that. You grew up in a religious family. I guess in your religious family, what was the word on contraception and abortion and all of that, Adriana? Um, So they were against it. So I guess I'll be honest, my mom was a teen mother. And so she had me when she was 19 years old. So I, and she ended up becoming more religious later on. So she was very against the idea of abortion and thinking it's wrong, but in my, I guess, based on my experiences growing up, I became very pro-abortion because, like, dealing with a teen mother and the fallback of that, and I guess you would say having a largely absentee father, you know, I wouldn't want that for a child of mine or anybody for that matter. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you with abortion, I believe it, you know, prevents um, um, financial hardship, generational trauma. It prevents, like, all these other things if you choose not you know, have have a child. And I think a lot of my family is very pro, I guess they would say pro-life. So they're not, I even saw one of my cousins recently celebrating this and it took a lot not to like cuss her out on social media, but uh, <laughs> it's right. been she, very difficult. Does she have kids already? She have kids. Yeah. <laughs> does she um, have kids? I can't hear you. Abe oh. wanted to know if she has kids. 
No, but she works in the medical field, and I just want to say you have no business being in medical field. She's uh-huh. a nurse, I think. Uh-oh. Yes. I feel it is very mature of you, in my opinion, to form this view as a child who could have been aborted and wasn't. And let me say, I'm glad you're alive. I'm very glad. And you are alive. Thank you. You But when you're just a clutch of cells, I just don't see you the same way. I don't see you as a person myself. And I do believe that life begins at breath. And I do believe we have to cherish the lives we have now. And that our society really treats single mothers or, you know, just parents who aren't wealthy so badly. It's all part of the game. And so abortion should be part of the game, too. But I would say it should be part of the game anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like contraception. I'm just astonished at that one part of it. The one part of it. Yeah. The forced breeding. Yeah. Yeah, that way of putting it. But that is the way it is. That's what it is. That is what it is. I guess... It, it helps to sometimes frame it in the right way for people to, to understand, understand what, it is. what it is. And we have to do that right now since we don't have the fun of a sexual revolution to float us all along into supporting abortion rights. Harry says, I wonder what will be the next Republican crusade, right? Trump even said it's too bad that they deleted Roe v. Wade because that was a good, uh, I guess, election point, mm-hmm. campaigning right, strategy. Right. Now that you can't use that. Right. Although they're going to use just really taking it to the limit. That's what they're going to use. They, they always use immigration, I guess. Immigration. It's oh. different. Harry says abortion has been their white whale for a long time. Right, it right. has. Oh, you know, People have different forever. views about everything, and abortion has certainly been one of their big campaigns. And Radio Don Network says, hi all, Don. Oh, Don, that's right. Polly Bai here says, we need a new revolution. Thank you, Polly Bai. Yesterday, we just saw the tip of the iceberg. Polly Bai is on YouTube. Usually, he's on Facebook. So it's great to see people traveling around to our different platforms. We are everywhere, he's brothers migrating. and sisters. So yes, Polly Bai and Don, you're the same person, I know. But we have loved you for many years. You've known us since, wow, 1990s when we first were on K-Fox. Maybe you've even known me as long as Max has known me. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course... You were were on K-Fox. Right, right. And and he was your friend. Yes. Or something. I never met him in person. We love each other from afar. One day we will meet, I hope. Yes, indeed. So, Adriana, what are your plans for you and your friends? You, I'm sure, are in touch with friends and family. People have different points of view. One family member is celebrating, you say, and others, I'm sure, are mourning some, what, planning to move to California? Um, I'm not sure. So I'm from North Carolina. Right. Um, So as of now, they haven't, they don't have trigger laws, but I read that they're going to probably try to instigate or instigate. Institute. Uh, what's the word? 
instigate or start a band in 2023. So、oh. that seems very unlikely I'd be able to go back home to move in that event, especially with other laws that might be coming. And I still have my sisters there. I actually called my 19 year old sister today, and she's very upset, very、oh, pissed off, rightfully、um, so. And I have a 23 year old sister, so they're both very upset. She's very. Active, she's very vocal about social justice, so she's very unhappy and just trying to figure out ways to be an activist with social media and other ways that she can. And so, like, of course, if they need to come out here, you know, how are I, young I, men reacting you know, to it would, in, that you know? Now, what'd you say? How are young men that you know reacting? The men that I know, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard too much,、yeah. honestly.、Um, I wish more men would be upset, you know, because we need a sexual revolution. Well, yeah, yeah,、um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah. women really have to bear the brunt of this. So,、right. like, women have to worry about birth control.、Right. Um, you know, our hormones can change. You can gain weight from birth control. Right. And, and they're talking about male birth control,、shortage. which so, is great that men should take a pill. They should. However, a woman has to trust. That he took his pill. pill. And how can she trust that? How can she be、uh, sure that well, he remembered? It might not even be his fault. He might have forgotten. And yet they're all horny, so hey, stuff happens in life. It's really important to acknowledge that. I think I want to just confess, as your mother confessor, about my abortion. Because I've said it before, but I want to say it again. And I'll say it with Adriana on the line. Okay. I just feel like this needs to be heard by women, especially. But yes, I have had an abortion. And I got pregnant when I was young, not that young. I was over 18. But it was having sex with a man who had a vasectomy. How about that? Whoa, so the vasectomy. The vasectomy broke.、Mm. Wow. That happens.、Yeah. Abe is looking like he doesn't believe it. We no, no, I mean, checked it I, out. I, it I does happen. It, it mean, did happen. The doctor was lying or he did a crap. No, I, I had had sex with this guy before and everything was fine. And I, I believe he had a vasectomy, but then it broke. Anyway. Who knows? I'm not going to try to pinpoint you, what happened. This、pregnant. was years yeah. ago. Yeah. I got pregnant. And、yeah. I got an abortion. I was less than six weeks along. I missed a period. I went, oh, what happened? Let me find out. I was always saying that because I did often miss periods, but I found out that I was pregnant. And It was an embryo, not a fetus. I didn't think of it as a human being. Sorry to all you people that think of it as a human being. I did not, and I do not. And while I tell you this story, I want to just jump aside <laughs> and say those liberals that say this is a matter of privacy, no, it's not. It's a matter of religion, actually. It's a matter of. The right wing believing that a, a fetus, that an embryo is alive, is, is a person. And my religion, which is basically science, I guess, I don't know, a combination, says it's not, okay? So that's all there is to it. 
it's not a matter of privacy. That's ridiculous because that way they get us. That's one way that we screwed it up. Anyway, I did not think of this as a human being. I thought of this as a problem like needing to get my appendix out. I had to get this out of me. And I got it out. My pregnancy was a mistake that would benefit no one. And my abortion corrected that mistake, harming no one. And not that I'm trying to be any kind of poster child for abortion, <laughs> especially nowadays, because, hey, I can't say that my life was at stake. It was not. I can't say that I was raped. I was not. I was well over 18. I wasn't working on my medical degree to become a life-saving oncologist. I didn't have other children to deal with. I wasn't super poor, though I wasn't rich. I didn't hate the guy. I just didn't want to have his baby. <laughs> and I actually didn't want to have any baby. And I knew I had that right. I was pretty sure at the time I wanted to be child-free for life. I wasn't totally sure, but I just knew I wanted to be child-free at that time. And that was enough. And so I had the abortion, and I went about my wonderful life, and it's not even a great story. It doesn't have much suspense. It just happened. Yeah. But now, it's a drama for every young woman. And I'm sad. I apologize for my generation dropping the ball. But we have been warning about this event for many, many years. We have, personally. Yeah. No, I didn't apologize no, for us. No, I apologize no, no, for my generation. Which, oh, yeah. which event? What do you, which event? Explain. Explain what you're... Oh, what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> We're great. In other words, we've been telling people about what's coming for many, many years in our little broadcast on pirate radio on this radio station, which is nothing more than a little podcast. We're on a train, not a yeah. ship, but on a train. Yeah, yeah we're on That's a train. Right. We're on a little faster. David D. says, I feel that Republicans think, what would really fuck over the poor? And that is their policy. Yeah, no, I, that sounds really <laughs> obvious. I think they think, what would make me rich? But it consequently fucks over the poor. But maybe he's right. The Roe v. Wade decision really fucks the poor. How many women are going to die from back alley abortions? How many women are going to die, I want to ask, from other things? How many women are going to die from suicide? Yeah. How many m women are going to die from their boyfriends killing them? because they're pregnant. I, I get it. It's, 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 this it's, is a horror. Horrific. One horror among yeah. many, I grant you, but I guess being a woman, it hits close to home. What do we got going here? What do we got here? We got Don, Polly Bai. Yes. He's on the line. Adriana, did you want to have a closing comment? We have another caller on the line. Don. Uh, I don't know if we want to have a four-way or an orgy. Well, I, 
Well, I don't really have much else to say, but I just hope that more people like help share proper resources. Yeah. Especially in this age of the internet, share correct resources, share the right information before, and you know, and just speak out for women more and like because it affects everyone. Ultimately, affects women, but you know, men who are with you know women partnered, or even if you love anyone with a uterus, you should you know care too. So. Exactly. I love people with uteruses. Well, you got a good a one. Although they took out my uterus. Hey, women. Oh, women. yeah. But I had one. Yeah, you one. had one. You know. right, right, right. But then it became a pain. It did. It did. But, right. you, but you still play with the other surrounding I, parts. The surrounding parts. parts. <laughs> really. But the uterus is the part that has the baby. You know, that's the, the issue. You can't have the baby without the uterus. Let's just say this. Guys... We understand, we're sorry we don't have a sexual revolution right now. We tried, we're still trying, but you still have to step up to the plate and understand that this helps all of us to give women the same freedoms you have. And if we can't have access to reproductive rights, we don't have the same freedoms you have. We become breeding slaves. Anyway. All right, bye, Adriana. Adriana, keep the faith. Okay, bye. Hey. Solidarity. Right. And go bonobos. Okay, be bonobo. Be bonobo. Yeah, you go bonobos now. You could get yeah. pregnant, right? So anyway, but if you be bonobo, hey. you could also get pregnant. I just want to rhyme hey, everybody. Uh, right. The bonobos show us how important sex is for pleasure and physical health and well-being of great apes like us as individuals and as a community. Bonobos are known for female empowerment in addition to being very sexual, being the make love not war chimpanzee. They're also known for female empowerment. And they are the original Me Too tribe actually. But let me tell you the other equally important side to bonobo female empowerment is male well-being, male nurturance. If the male isn't being taken care of, including sexually, then the female empowerment kinda gets attacked, falls apart. It's <laughs> harder to keep going, I guess. Anyway, I think it's the same with humans. And we're seeing it happening in real time. The Me Too movement has been wonderful for a lot of women and men also and others. But it demonizes straight male sexuality without providing an alternative. And so I'm seeing Alito and Thomas and Kavanaugh and all these Proud Boys and Gorsuch and the Oath Keepers, I'm seeing all these men, straight men, and others, those are the worst, but others, they're fighting us with threats and with anti-female laws and with guns and now with this loss of our fundamental right to control our own bodies. Don, Don's on the line. Hey, Don. Hi. Hi. Hey, guys, it's hey. their coffee break. <laughs> hey, how you doing? All right. How's it going? Uh, how, how am I doing? Well, I'm just trying to not bust a wall here. 
Yeah. Um, I have been pretty much on social media, on YouTube, on 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 TikTok, pretty much since eight a.m. yesterday morning about this. Wow. One of the good guys. And but you're poly bi. Have, See, you're not just a straight thank guy. You. You're poly and you're bi. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> you figured that one out. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. That's cool though. That's cool. The poly bi guys. I mean that is one great thing about modern times is we like the bonobos encourage guys to acknowledge their bi and poly side. Although there's a backlash against that. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, in American culture, you are men are not supposed to uh, acknowledge that side of them. Um, it's, it's wonderful if two girls get together, but not two guys. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, and, and, and there's I all kinds been, of ideas about that. I believe our society has trouble with it. I believe that there's just as many bi guys as there are bi females. And I hear about it all the time as a sex therapist that guys even more intensely than females desire the same sex, but feel it is just taboo. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, and. Here's the, here's the thing, and I, and I know we're, we're talking sex and all this. If we're going to get this thing turned around, because it can be turned around, the first thing we need to do, all of us, everyone listening to this program, uh, either live or on the replay, every single person needs to understand that they need to vote. They need to vote in November. They need to vote in whatever... Uh, uh, election that's leading up to that, and they need to vote for people who will help to turn this around. Well, I agree. We agree. And we vote for what we call the lesser of two evils. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you say to people like me who are discouraged today by the Democrats for not codifying Roe v. Wade? And yeah, I know, I'll vote for them come November because I don't want the Republicans who are against it and who are fascist on its face. But I feel the Democrats are almost like handmaids to this fascism. They're letting it happen besides voting for them, which yes, yes, I totally agree, we should vote for them. But at the same time, how do we make sure that they really represent us. I know, I know. Um, um, first off, when I, uh, what I tell people is we have to stop voting with our hearts and we have to start voting with our heads. We have to start voting uh, with a purpose. And our purpose right now is to stop the tide. We have to stop the tide of this stupidity and ignorance. Stop that, and then once we stop that, then we can work on uh, codifying and things like that. Let me tell you something. I don't know um, if I'm older than you, Polly Bye, but I've been voting to stop the tide since Reagan. Yeah, I know. I, I, 
<laughs> and the tide keeps coming. And the Democrats kind of stop it a little bit, but then it comes some more. And look what it did just now. The tide just tsunamied over a right that I felt was enshrined, that so many people felt was enshrined, even though we've been warned, even though we saw the tsunami coming, we're feeling it now. And it is a sexual right. And I think one of our mistakes is not calling it that. It's our right to pleasure. It's our right to be able to have yeah. sex and to be able to say, oh, I made a mistake. I didn't really want to have a baby. So I'm going to take this little mass of cells and get rid of it. As a great philosopher once said, amen and a women. Thank you. Woohoo! Hallelujah. Absolutely. <laughs> and a trans as well. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> But, but I've been seeing this happen. I've been seeing this coming for 10 years at least. I know these people. I've lived amongst these people. That's why mm-hmm. I do a podcast. That's why I'm on um, YouTube when I, when I feel like it. Why but is somebody that? Has to, somebody has to say this stuff. Right. Well, you know what I say. What I've been saying actually yeah. for the past 20 years everybody should have their own show and now everybody does have their own show but you know what right we haven't scared saved the world in fact the world is collapsing faster and faster we've all got voices you know we thought being on the internet everybody having their voice max even published a magazine that gave everybody a voice but it's more than a magazine now it's the internet and yet we have less of a voice in a way because YouTube and Facebook and Instagram control us, especially controlling our sexuality. That's why Zvain de la Vac writes on YouTube, do you have OnlyFans? Uh, I do, don't I? Don't I have an OnlyFans? I, I think, I, think do. I do. We yeah. have all kinds of fans. I yeah, but I, I think I have that too. But you know, on this site, do we have uh, OnlyFans? I know, I think we're on the site. I think we're on the site. Well, I don't have that many fans. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> well, you got one, at least one. So. We're your fans. At least one. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, myself, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, me. no, no, we are definitely your fans. When you say vote, do you just mean vote for people that are pro-abortion rights? Yes. Uh, not just abortion rights, but, but pro-trans people who... Uh, want to preserve. I mean, there are kids right now who are are thinking about committing suicide because of all this stuff. And no. yeah. they are the low hanging. Yeah, they and are, they, the, they low, are the low hanging fruits. They're, they're coming uh, after uh, everyone. Uh, yeah, low hanging fruits, so to speak. So, so to speak. No pun intended. No, no, yeah. but uh, the, the new serfs, the uh, you know. Wow. So, so, so uh, along with the young, the younger kids. I mean, I, ha- I have just a question. It's like, even th- with this abortion debate, like, should maybe abortions be okay for like people that are under eighteen? Like, because they're, you know, they're, they're they still don't, you know, like maybe they're not ready. Well, they just, should be okay I'm for just, everybody. I'm just asking. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. They should certainly everybody. be okay for people under 18. Because you could have a child at 14 or 15, right? 
Is that is that? Of course. Okay, yeah. So should that abortion right be reserved at least fourteen to fifteen? I think I understand what you're saying. But I agree with you. It should be reserved for all women. All women should have the right for that. But but for the young kids, for the young kids, there are states that are saying that no abortion is allowed, and that would include a kid that's under. 12. You can get pregnant as soon as you get your period. Some kids these days, because of the hormones in the milk, etc., etc., are developing periods at age 10. And they could get pregnant, unfortunately, which would definitely damage their bodies at that age. Yeah, that's not not right. It's not right at all. And the fact that they're debating this is really horrific it's disgusting it's, it's disgusting to even think about it it should be an unthinkable thing that of course you take the girl to get it removed no matter how it happened and of course it should be allowed to everybody i guess if you're in a religion where you gotta let it go it's just like being a christian scientist some christian scientists believe in never going to the doctor and you know what they should never go to the doctor and there are all kinds of people that believe in different things and they should do those things. They should not voice their beliefs upon us. There is a separation of church and state in America. Although, as of yesterday, I don't think there is anymore. Correct. I think when they say supreme, they're yeah. starting to talk about supreme deities. I think they're starting to think of themselves as the reigning gods from Mount Olympus that can take the rights away from the American people. And they are evil in that respect. And we have to stop them. This is tragic. If you break the park, you Thank love you. you. Love care. you too. Polly bye. Thanks, Polly. Don, Don. Yeah. Woohoo. Okay. Oh, my goodness. We'll, t- we'll talk soon. Yes, okay. yes. Go Bonobos. Yeah. Be Bonobo. Be Bonobo. Be Pro Bonobo. Adriana says she had her first period when she was nine. Yeah, women are yeah. getting, the girls are getting their periods younger and younger, and that means they are susceptible to getting pregnant. And, and, that's, what, and that's what I really was trying, I mean, I, I wasn't trying to I know. create I see any, now. you know, but I'm just... I just realized that, like, you know, right. it's... I know. Sometimes it's the right moment. Sometimes it's not the right moment. And when you're at that age, it's not the right moment. So. Oh, not at all. I mean, let's just say, for me, I guess, looking at my life, it's never been the right moment. For me, looking at my life, it's always been... Not the right moment, but the moment. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that comes into your life. This other creature, you know, who has ho- hopefully survived in some way, his own way. But today, it can't. God can't breathe. And today, this incel, even though he's got a wife and two kids, he 
has been called an incel all over the internet, Alito. He was a member of the concerned alumni of Princeton before he went to Yale Law School. And this organization was formed in October 1972, at least in part, to oppose Princeton's decisions regarding admitting women. He did not want to admit women to Princeton. Got it, got it. In 1972. Got it, got it. You know, hmm. you get to know these people. Emita Altair says Clarence Thomas is already planning to go after gay rights and oh, yeah. contraception mm -hmm. rights. He is. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he goes after even interracial marriage oh, later. And uh, doesn't worry about be. his own because he's yeah. in the District of Columbia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, something horrific is happening. Happening, yes. Very horrific. It's yeah. an amosexual incel revolution because brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, we have pushed away male sexuality from acceptance and it has turned into amosexuality to a great degree. Not everybody, not Max, not Abe, not a lot of guys. But let's just look at these Oath Keepers, at these guys that did this QAnon. Let's just look at these Proud Boys. Let's just look at these gun owners, the NRA. Let's just look at these Supreme Court justices these injustices that just says it's okay for everybody to carry guns, that a state can't regulate guns, but it can regulate a woman's body. Well, there's a lot, a lot of crazy people with guns, actually. Well, those crazy people are on the Supreme Court. Oh. <laughs> actually, they did it in two days. Right. They didn't even wait. You know, a little time in between, so it didn't seem like it went together. But amosexual incel was right up against each other. Day one, amosexual, New York, you can't get away from everybody shooting you. They want a civil war. And then the next day, take away abortion rights. Take people, mainly women, but not just women, and take away their rights, especially poor people. Mm. Yeah, because the poor people, they can't have access to abortions, but the rich people, all they got to say is like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the dark web, and we're going to find you a plane ticket, and you're going to go to Guatemala or like uh, your, I don't know, I don't know other countries, I'm just... Yeah, yeah. Blabbing, yeah. blabbing about, but um, you're just going to go to like Mexico or some other country and yep. get an abortion. But so. right now we got yeah. amosexual incel Alito and sexual harasser Clarence Thomas leading the charge as lying, crying Kavanaugh drinks a beer to it. And handmade Amy prepares the coffins for the little children whose mothers were forced to bear them, only to be mass murdered in a school shooting, now that the Supremes have green-lighted, concealed carry, open carry, all kinds of carrying of guns, guns, guns. It's the revenge of the nerds, ladies, the awkward guys who need sex education, 
more than most, and we haven't given it to them. Instead, we've just laughed at them, and we've called them names, and we put a lot of them in jail. It's true. And I'm not saying that a lot of them don't belong in jail, including ones I might like, but some of them belong in jail, and yet some of them don't, and some of them's careers have been ruined. And I'm not even talking about those guys. I don't really care about them. Mostly they have plenty of money. I'm talking about the other guys, the guys of the world, the guys of America who see this happening and are angry and aren't supporting us in our fight for our rights. And like bonobo females, we need to understand that bonobo female empowerment is very connected to bonobo male well-being and nurturance and sexual understanding. And that doesn't mean accepting any kind of bad behavior. The bonobo females do not accept rape ever. They don't accept that. And they don't accept abuse. It just means they understand that sex is important to the male and you need to deal with it. You need to handle it one way or another. And if you don't handle it, they will. And when they handle it, they become common chimps or worse. They start to get out of control and it's not good for them either. Not for the common chimps because they kill each other and not for the human men because they kill each other much more in war and on the street. And so we of the left, women, we need to acknowledge sexuality as an important component of this tragedy. There is an amosexual incel revolution. We lost the sexual revolution and we have to win it again. And no, that doesn't mean you have to fuck guys. It just means don't denigrate male sexuality so much. We do it, I do it. We all have to understand it is important. And look what's happening to male sexuality now. It just took away our rights, the supreme guillotine. And it isn't small of us to understand that. Although I am a petite woman, it's true. To speak truth to power, you gotta kinda make power feel good. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. To make power feel good. Radio Dawn Network. That's why we say fuck the rich. F-D-R. Radio Dawn Network. You are going to see more children wind up in dumpsters because of this. Oh, yes. In dumpsters. Yes, Radio Dawn. That is true. In dumpsters. And that is sad. There is just so much more death of real living creatures, real living people because yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. This is highly uh, advanced fascism the world has ever known. Now we've been saying that for at least uh, the last 30 years. But now it is upon us. Yeah. And yet the sun is shining Maybe Correct. a little too much because of global warming. Correct. We have to talk about that another time. But did you see those rains in Yellowstone? And even here, we had terrible rains. 
Oh my gosh, speaking of here, we are in Arcadia and we do want to invite the Arcadia Politburo Kangaroo Court to Bonoboville. Yeah, a long running series about a bunch of uh, actors and players and uh, creative people that uh, are doing a vlog. You know, vlog. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's very important that we have the freedom to do that. One of the reasons we're inviting them is because maybe some of them were a little drunk at the, um, you know, the city council meeting. So they were kind of like, yeah, oh yeah. Everybody was like, oh yeah. So this might be fun to send to them as a peacemaking effort to save them and us hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So you're invited. You're gonna get a you're gonna get an invitation. Yeah. And uh, we'd love to have you come by and see some of the artists that uh, we protect here and some of the art that we archive. Um, you know. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. All right, and I still want to say one more thing, which yes. is free Julian Assange. Assange. He is being extradited to the United States, and that has to stop. We have to free this journalist, and we have to make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone, someone is, is you. you. And maybe that's a better idea to do it with yourself because you will not get pregnant from that. And remember, I love you. You. Whoa, that was a trip. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.